Welcome to the Thinnest Veil Podcast, a place where we talk about spirituality, ceremony, religion, and connection. This is a podcast where we explore storytelling, the big mother's Mary and Mother Earth, social justice Jesus, magic, sermonizing, intuition, and so much more. I am your host, Dr. Melissa Bird, a clairvoyant lay preaching Christian witch with a penchant for fast cars and living in infinite potential. I'm so glad you're here. Let's get started. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Thinnest Veil Podcast. I am your host, Dr. Melissa Bird. Super stoked to have you here with me today. I have been thinking a lot about the chaos and all the things that are going on in our world right now. About all this change and transition. And about how completely freaked out people get. And I've been thinking a lot about the spells I've been casting and the prayers I've been praying and the work I've been doing and my clients and all the things. I've been thinking about all the things, y'all. And sometimes it's just so much. Because I've been thinking, you know, I wake up every morning and I, and the very first, my practice is to wake up in the morning and go, oh, I wonder what today's going to bring. Because, you know, I know my schedule, but I wonder what is today going to bring? What is the adventure in today? What is, what's going to happen today? And oftentimes that gives me the opportunity to go with the flow when things don't turn out the way I think they're gonna. (laughs) You must know that feeling. This is just another day. And I'm really, really glad I'm here for it. I know not what it will bring forth, but I'm ready for whatever it's going to be. And I've been thinking a lot about this beautiful prayer that someone sent to me. I can't remember when. And part of it says, if I am to stand up, help me to stand bravely. If I am to sit still, help me to sit quietly. If I am to lie low, help me to do it patiently. And if I am to do nothing, let me do it gallantly. Make these words more than words and give me the spirit of Jesus. Amen. Whew. That is a prayer. If I am to stand up, help me to stand bravely. And if I am to sit still, help me to sit quietly. I'm sure many of you who have been listening to this podcast understand that me sitting quietly is not really something I'm super good at. And I certainly have had my fair share of patience being thrown at me like a, I don't know, fiery ball of like bomb, anvil, something or other. (laughs) I don't really sit by and do nothing often. And yet, sometimes those are the choices that we have to make in order to make it through the day. One of the things that I've really been thinking about a lot is you've been invited into this podcast and I talk about Jesus and I talk about God and I talk about creator and I talk about the earth and I think a lot about my belief and my faith because I really, I did not come to this faith willingly. I came kicking and screaming (laughs) and here I am. And oftentimes I find it completely ironic that I preach sermons built upon collective texts that have been historically used against people like me and my Southern Paiute Celtic pagan ancestors. I think about the, the idea that how we separate uh, practice and ceremony and ritual 
And oftentimes what happens is that we talk about this whole thing about idolatry and idols and shame and worship and all those things. So when we separate out the Bible, it's a tad easier to swallow, right? When we pick the bits and bobs that we think are tender and loving and all the things. When we keep separate bits of the Bible, they're a tad easier to swallow. But together they become a damnation against those who are not white, are not Christian, are not male. And this must be why people struggle with Christianity. It is built on the premise of conquering those that do not. Do not fit, do not believe, are not. Are not appropriate, are not relevant. This week's liturgy that I was thinking about had been used to build dominion over the other. There were parts of the text that I was thinking about from Revelations and Acts and John, which are books of the Bible that were completely foreign to me, but I had heard them because they are the parts of the Bible that are used in the hellfire and damnation way of Christianity. There is such grace in the Lord Jesus, but first we must believe. And how do we turn into believers? Well, we have faith and we have experiences where the only explanation is God. We confront tragedy with a belief in something greater than we are. There's this whole part of the Bible about um, uh, this woman being a fortune teller and her being evil. And in bits of the Bible that are older than before the King James Version, which is what most people read today, that fortune teller was a diviner not a fortune teller, and she was a maid, not a slave. And so if she was a diviner, to divine means to intuit, to discern, and to perceive, which are the very qualities that Christians hail on high with their mystics and their prophets, the non-savage, those deemed appropriate. The fortune teller was a diviner. She could intuit, she could discern, she could perceive. And isn't that what having a practice, a spiritual practice invites us to do, to inter it, it to it, to discern and to perceive, to be a truth teller, to literally recognize the truth, not in a mocking way, but in a way that pushes us to literally recognize the truth, our truth, our truth, which is not the truth of others. What are we missing when we discount other truths? How often are we dismissive of others because they are the other, because they are disruptive, because they are different? If God is love and we are made in God's image, then isn't every human being also love? Even if they are disruptive, even if they are indigenous, even if they are bisexual or transgender, even if they are different. If we, are, if, if we are made in God's image, if we are love and we are love, then aren't we all love, even as murderers, even as abusers? And isn't this the ugliness of humanity? Aren't we all a part of the tree of life? 
Aren't we all intricately woven together as a part of nature? We are not separate and apart from Mother Earth. We are of her. We are of her. Dirty or not, we are all woven together in the tree of life. Then the world will know that you have sent me and have loved them even as you have loved me. Them, the believers. And so how do we make more believers? Well, back in the day, we gave slaves the slave Bible. Specifically, this Bible was made for teaching a pro-slavery version of Christianity to enslave people. And again, I really want you, dear listener, to consider what are we missing when we discount other truths, when we avoid our racist history, when we forget our baptismal covenants with the church. When you listen to this podcast, I want to push you to think about if you will leave this message and connect with people in your community, in your friend group, in your family. If someone speaks the truth and it is not to your liking, do you break bread with them or do you tell everyone that they are a bad person with bad ideas? When you connect to people in ritual, in ceremony, who do you pray for? What teachings do you hold up as holy and perfect? Will you persevere in resisting evil and whenever you fall into sin, repent and return to the Lord? Will you face the systemic white supremacy in our country and in the church? Will you look at how white supremacy desecrates the bodies and lives of those created in God's image and loved as God's own in the image of the Holy Mother Earth. We are woven and we are sacred. We are all connected. There is something greater than us holding us in the light of grace and love. We are changing and transfiguring and moving and it is my hope that we are moving in love exactly for who we are. That we love our neighbors as ourselves. When we dismiss those that are different from us, we disconnect from the sacred grace of the creator. Will you strive for justice and peace among all people and respect the dignity of every human being? Everyone. The pagans, the indigenous, the sinners, the disabled, the queer people, the children, the elderly, murderers, witches, every human being. When you leave this message today, I want to push you to think I want to invite you to move into intentional transformation. I want you to think about not becoming consumed with the atrocities of the past and the present. I want to invite you to change, to repent, to proclaim, to connect, to collect. I want to remind you that healing happens in community. And for the love of God, remember the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen.
If you would like a weekly dose of love in your inbox, head on over to my website at www.doxermelissabird.com and sign up for my weekly newsletter where you will receive a weekly love note in your inbox just for me to you.